welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome aboard. I don't know why I said my name like that. My name is Adam. Keeping it. I just did. Keeping it flexible. (laughs) (laughs) That's things, Nick. Flexible name. Yeah, good. Excited? Yeah, I'm always excited to talk about the movie of the week. Me too. And I think this will be an interesting movie to talk about. I think you're right. And I think we've had a really interesting start to the season. Yeah. For various... Various reasons, if you've if you've heard the first three episodes of this show, I think we're yet to find a terrible movie this season, but we're yet to find a good one. Agreed. Um, we've had some promise. I think last me last week's movie, The Parts You Lose, was full of promise, and then failed to deliver. To deliver completely. <laughs> so let's see what happens let's this see week. What happens this week? Because this week we're watching a film called Comes a Bright Day. That's actually what it's called. Um, it was released in 2012, it is a 15, it runs for 1 hour and 31 minutes, and it's currently rated at 6.0 out of 10 on IMDb. I clearly haven't done my research, because okay. I'm quite shocked how old this film is. Yeah, it's 10 years old. <laughs> That's quite a long time ago. It is, 10 years ago. When everything was happy in the world. We had the Olympics, it was all great. I think it was the year I set fire to your kitchen carpet. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, good fun. Uh, good years. Good times. Halcyon days. Didn't mean to. Still <laughs> feel bad about it. Don't even live there anymore. Uh, this film stars Timothy Spall. He plays a character called Charlie Morgan, not the female wrestler. Most famous, probably. It's, t- it's tough to say what he's most famous for, because he's just been around forever. I would say worldwide, probably that Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Where he turned into a rat. Yes. That's me offending all Harry Potter fans. Because <laughs> I don't know their names. Sorry. Nor do I. Um... He did a film recently called Mr. Turner, which yeah. is an arty film. He's in Sweeney Todd yes. with Johnny Depp. Uh, Secrets and Lies might be his most famous. Yeah. Also, tons of TV work tons. over here. I'll feed the same pet, yeah. loads of stuff. For I, 40 years, this guy's been He's just been around on and TV he, and he movies. Won't go away. <laughs> He's got a famous son. Yep, yeah. Rafe. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Apple stuff. don't fall far from the tree. No. I, I I have an issue with Timothy Spall. Okay. He makes me feel dirty. I mean, I, I was going to say this is a compliment, but I don't think anyone could take it as a compliment. He's grubby. He is grubby. <laughs> and I just don't like watching him because he makes me itch. He makes me look like he just stinks. <laughs> I know it's really irrational and he's probably a really nice guy. I just don't like him. And... Even talking about him now, I'm getting all itchy. I don't know what it is about him. Well, welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome aboard, Timothy Spall. You're welcome. Um, also stars Imogen Poots. She plays a character called Mary Bright. She's in 28 Weeks Later. Yeah. She's also in The Father with Olivia Wilde and Anthony Hopkins. Cool. Which one? Did he win the Oscar for it? He did win the Oscar for it a yeah. few years ago, I think. And she's also in a film called Green Room. Yes. You think Green Room? Uh, yes, I have. Directed by Jeremy Solnier and written by yeah. Mason Blair. Uh, she's also in The Outer Range, which has just dropped yeah. on Amazon Prime. Yes, indeed. She is indeed. And then finally stars a guy called Craig Roberts. He plays Sam Smith, not the singer. Um, he most famous for being in a film called Submarine. That uh, was Richard Ayoade's movie, indeed. wasn't it? seen it? Yes. I have as well, years and years. Yeah, ago. I think probably pretty much when it came out. Yeah, I think you're right. And he's also in The Fundamentals of Caring, which was also a highly regarded film okay. a few years ago. This film was written and directed by a guy called Simon Aboud, A-B-O-U-D. 
Nice. Do you know or are you aware of Simon Aboud? I am not. He is the father of Paul McCartney's grandchildren. Oh, really? He is married to Paul McCartney's daughter. Oh. Um, and he has directed two of Paul McCartney's music videos. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting indeed. Good fact, I thought. That is a good fact. Mary McCartney, I think her name is. Okay. Yeah. That's it. That's all <laughs> I have about him. He has not really made any other films. Um, but yeah, oh, so that's uh, it. One and done. He's, he has made other films, but nothing you'd have heard okay. of, I don't think. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's married to Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney's daughter, Paul and Linda McCartney's daughter. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. That, that's an that impressive fact. Thank you. What a good place to go for your Sunday dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah, can you imagine? Do you have a one-word review of Comes a Bright Day? Uh, weird title, weird movie. Can we talk about the title before we start? Yeah. What the fuck? Comes a Bright Day. Yeah. Grammatically incorrect incorrect I do, you say, do you say mary's surname is bright yes okay still doesn't really make sense <laughs> it doesn't make any sense I, I presume it's a quote some sort of pretentious quote from something well there is quite a lot of pretentiousness at points in this movie there which, is which i will say probably well, i'll say it now and when we get to them didn't really fit like, yeah it's a when, it, when it when it just suddenly cuts to like soft focus either of a gem or of some lilies yeah. or orchids. Yeah. And there's just, you've got a like plinkly music in the background. Plinkly? Yeah. I was like, oh, this is a bit just artsy for no reason. It's a British, it's a British heist movie that's got artsy bits. Yeah. It's really weird. We talk about the unbalanced, I would say, do this want, movie. Do you want to talk about the generic movie posters? We never talk about the posters, but the, sure. the posters are horrific. No reason to get in our Discord. Yeah, the poster. It'll be it, all over it's the been a subject now, this week. Yeah, it's um, it's bad. It's a bad poster. There's it's more just, than one bad poster a, for this. Yeah, there is, but the one I'm thinking of is the one that I'll put out on the socials. It's it's Sam Smith. Look, Sam Smith, Craig Roberts, who plays Sam Smith, <laughs> looking out over the London horizon. I guess, but his his own head is photoshopped onto his own body. Yeah, but bigger. And once you've seen it, you can't miss it. It's like, he looks like, uh, who was the comedian with the papier-mâché head? Oh, Frank. Frank, is it Frank, Frank Sidebottom? Sidebottom. Looks yeah. like him. Yeah, it's just weird. It's like an oversized head <laughs> on his own body. It's really weird. Why are movie posters so shit? And it's so generic as well. It's just a London skyline with the heads of the people yeah. behind him who's in the film. And then the tagline is always look for the hidden gem. Okay. That's that's our tagline. <laughs> that's not theirs. That's not even what this film's about. <laughs> They've stolen our tagline. Ten years before we started making... Eight um, years before we started making... Unbelievable behaviour. Disgraceful behaviour. Should we get into it? I'm in. Where's this film start, Nick? Uh, we've got a voiceover. Yep. Uh, and we're then looking at a lovely brooch. Yes. It's a jewellery butterfly. It's a bejeweled butterfly. It is. And... Timothy Spall is admiring We meet it. Charlie Morgan's... Uh, who is a jeweller? Yes, played yes. by Timothy Spall, yep. and he is basically in awe of this piece. Yes, he is in love with it by the looks of him. Uh, and then he is talking to his assistant Mary, uh, and through a bit of exposition, we learn she is leaving in about six weeks. Yes, she's just she's going. going to travel. This film is set in a high-end London jewelry shop. Yep, and was filmed in a high-end London jewelry shop. Okay, all of the jewelry in the film is real. Oh, brilliant! Two of the pieces in the film are worth more than the budget of the film. Oh, okay. That's crazy to me. That is crazy. They, they, they would just allow that to happen. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was a really interesting fact. Yeah, we learned that Mary's leaving and then the film cuts to its title card. And then we meet Sam for the first time. Yeah, he works at a hotel. He works in a hotel. He's a concierge in a hotel. Well, he's, he's like a trainee. Yeah. He's, he's like the concierge's 
boy. Bitch boy. Yeah. That was my first job. <laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah. I was a concierge in a hotel. Um, so I related to this character. <laughs> Did you um, have like an horrible, really posh English guy bossing you around? I had an horrible English guy. He wasn't posh. <laughs> he was a dick. <laughs> but he got sacked for stealing. So hey, hey. Oh, there you go. <laughs> He's ta- he takes some breakfast up to a man in his hotel room. Um, and then when he gets back to the concierge desk... He so gets... it's just like a random naked woman who walks past. Yeah, so that, just, that happens I in just, hotels. Just remembered. Sorry. That, that happens in hotels. I got flashed a good few times in that when I worked there. Yeah? Yep. <laughs> There's a story for another time. Um, he gets given a watch by his boss. His boss is called Morgan. They call him Morgan. His name's Harry Morgan, is it? Is it Harry? I'm no, no, I don't know if I forgot his first name. I think it's Harry. It does come. It comes later on in the film. His boss is like this old, he's a concierge in a hotel, but he's an old English yeah. gangster type. Butler. Butler type guy. He's a man who knows does people. Ev- yeah, he knows everybody in London, does everything for his guests. Uh, he's got a watch, a really expensive watch that needs to be altered for a guest before he gets back at 5pm that evening. And he wants Sam to go and get it altered. Yeah, I was a bit confused there. Because I was like, is he sending him to that plate, to, to the jewellery store? Yeah. But I don't think he was. Yeah, he did. No, he did. He oh, said, did go, he? Go, and meet, go and find Charlie at this oh, okay. particular Fine. shop. Um, he'll help you out. He'll sort you out. And it turns out later on that the, the watch was brought there yesterday. Yeah. So why couldn't Charlie just alter the watch when he sold it? Yeah, but, I don't. Hey, hey. Yeah, fucking um, rich people. They don't think about this. <laughs> yeah. So Sam leaves the hotel. He goes for a walk to this this jeweler's that doesn't appear to be too far away. Um, but then while he's on his way there, he decides to put the watch on. Yeah, well, you get like a cool, in inverted commas, mon- montage of London. And, and now Sam's doing a voiceover. And it's all like jaunty jazz music yeah. in the background. It's all really like fucking hipster, yeah, basically. Hipster. Like, oh, here I am walking down Oxford Street in my periwinkles. And... <laughs> Fully three-piece suit. Yeah. Up. And like, oh, London's my playground. You know, I want to be successful. All this sort of stuff. He yeah. takes his name badge off, doesn't he? Puts the watch on, pretends he's a big man. Yeah, pretends he's a big, uh, big, and big bollocks. I'm starting to be put off already. <laughs> Just by the, the attitude of this film was starting to offend me. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Um, he before he goes to the jewellers, he goes to a cafe. He meets it with one of his friends who runs a cafe. Yeah. Um, turns out their their dream together is to open a restaurant. Um, that's what they talk about. Basically, they've had sure. this dream to do this between the Sam's two friend them. Elliot is a really talented chef. Chef, by yeah, the looks but he only works in a dingy backstreet cafe. Yeah, but he's making good quality food. Um, Mary comes in. She's left the jewellers for a minute to go and get some lunch. Um, she I, straight away eyeballs Sam's watch. She spots it straight away that yeah. he's wearing. She's like, oh, we saw one just like that yesterday in my shop. Interesting. Um, he, he talks about how he's in, he's coy, isn't he? Oh, yeah, I'm in the, does he say the entertainment Yeah, business? he says he's an entertainment fixer. Yeah. He fixes things for the entertainment. He's quite a confident guy. He's, uh, he's not, he's a liar because he's lying about what he does. Yeah, yeah. He's very confident and upfront with his, he, he falls for Mary straight away. He's like, he's very much interested in her. And so much to the point where he asked her to go to a Foo Fighters gig with him. Without saying the words Foo, Foo or Fighters. Fighters. Yeah, because the music's on in the background. Yeah, <laughs> They never met, they, they talk about really, it quite a lot, this yeah, gig. Yeah, they have they a couple of awkward conversations for, oh, that band. Really yeah, they like never mention the band name all the way through. Yeah. But it, it's clearly supposed to be a Foo Fighters gig. Um, she leaves, she goes back to work, she takes her lunch with her. And now he's in a predicament because he's just told her that he's an entertainment fixer for the entertainment industry. But he also needs to go to her shop to get this watch yeah. altered for his client. So now it's quite awkward. But he's like, no, I'm going to go and do it. I'm going to go and ask her out. Yeah. I'm going to go and ask her out and I'm going to get this watch altered. So he does. He goes to the shop. 
And he, the rest of this film now is pretty much set in this shop. He goes to the jewellers and he talks to uh, Charlie Morgan. Yeah, he meets Charlie. And he gives he shows him some diamonds from the Titanic. Yeah. Uh, Which I presume was the real jewellery that was worth more than the budget yeah, of this film. Yeah, but, 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 but at, this, at this point, Sam is still doing his act of being a rich young yeah, person. He's, he's, yeah, he's not walked in and said to Charlie, can, can I need you, to get this Can you alter this watch, please? No, he's, he's coming in on the pretense that he's going to be rich and buy some jewellery. Um, while this conversation is going on, Mary comes out. She chats to him as, as again as she was doing earlier. And then the two robbers come in. They do. The crooks are here. The, the bad guys are here. And they are after a specific butterfly piece of jewellery that we met earlier on in the film. They are indeed. Uh, Sam gets hit in the head with a gun straight away. He um, is pistol whipped. Whipped. He is pistol whipped. Well and truly. The alarm starts going off. The yeah, panic Charlie button's triggers been the panic hit. button. Um, they shut. They they don't shut the shutters yet. That comes later on. I will talk about that in a minute. There's another person in the shop. There's another punter in the shop. Yeah. This, this is the same woman who we saw in the hotel yes, earlier. Yes, it was. Just yeah. for coincidence, because yeah. London's tiny. Tiny, yeah. Yeah. There's like two buildings and a cafe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Charlie says at this point, if you steal this butterfly brooch, this is one of the most famous pieces of jewellery in the world. If you steal this, it's like stealing the Mona Lisa. You're not going to be able to sell yeah, it. Yeah, so no one's going to fence it for you. Yeah, you're never going to get rid of it. It's pointless. Um, then instantly, the the woman, the old woman who's in the shop also takes she's, a bullet. Yeah, well, she's screaming. She's yeah, just she's like, being, she adding to the chaos. She won't shut up. So, so they just shoot her. Yeah, she just gets shot she dead. She gets shot dead. And then the police show up. Um, there's a bit well, of a, they, the, the, the crooks go to leave. Yeah, they go to run because they've, they've just they've, shot somebody. Yeah, and they've, they've got the butterfly. Well, I don't know if they had it at that point or not. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I think they, they, did. they decide to leave anyway. Yeah. They go so they go stay. outside um, and then all the cops turn up and there's a bit of a shootout. I mean, the, the response time from these police, <laughs> well, let's just say it's not realistic. Yeah, it was. they were there within <laughs> seconds. Um, there's a bit of a shootout. One of the cops gets killed um, and also one of the robbers gets shot in the leg. Uh, right in the, right ankle. the ankle, yeah, takes him out. Um, so they head back inside. They're like, We need to retreat back to where we've just come from. So the rubber gets dragged back inside by his yeah. mate, shut the shutters, drop the shutters, and then we've got some hostages now. Yeah, we've got Sam, Mary, and Charlie as hostages. Um, the younger one of the two has been shot in the ankle, and so they stake the place out. They're going to try and see if there's a back door. Can we get out yeah. anywhere? This is a high end jewelers, there's no other exits. There is a back door. Or another door out, but um, again, the police are outside. Yeah. You can see the lights. There's a fire escape out the back, but the police are out there. Um, Mary confirms that there isn't any other ways out because there's the high-end jewellers and we can't have loads of entrances. That'd be stupid. Um, And Charlie stands up to these guys. Charlie is not intimidated by these guys pretty much for the whole film. He's... He looks like... It's Timothy Spall. He's a man who looks like he's seen some things. Yeah, he's been through some shit in his life, I think. Um, he stands up to them. He ends up getting smacked by the gun. Uh, the robbers reveal their names at this point, and they're called Cameron and Clegg. I mean, <laughs> dates this movie, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It really does. It really. Do you really think does. in 2012 people were like ah, that was great? That was great the, name. The, well, they were clearly the nicknames, but the, yeah, deputy prime minister. Yeah, that was bizarre. <laughs> the phone rings. Um, it's the police. Um, Cameron answers it. He can't answer it because he's got a stammer. And he can't talk, so he hangs the phone up. I mean, that that feature of this character came and went when it was useful for the filmmakers, didn't it? Certainly did. When he does these big long speeches, he's absolutely fine. Yeah. When he's trying to talk to the police, he can't do it. Yeah. Lazy. 
lazy characterization, I thought. I agree. It's unnecessary as well. Yeah, totally. And it doesn't the fact that these guys stutter doesn't does that add there's like one insult that gets thrown at him later, but it, it, it this feels, character didn't need to, there was no development because of this. It feels feature. like a really root one where a director's gone, oh, do something with your character, make your character yours, and he's yeah. just gone, I'll give him a stammer. Yeah. It's a really root one thing to do, isn't it? Um Charlie's like, show some respect. And then he says, You can't kill me, I'm dead already. Yeah. And I'm like, what's that mean? So yeah. I thought there was going to be some big no... reveal that he was dying or something. Yeah, and because there's been no hint that this is a guy who's like given up on life. Yeah, or he's, so. he's on death's door, he's got cancer or something. That never, he hasn't, it never gets mentioned again. It's Clegg. Just, it was a really strange line. Yeah, Clegg, the younger robber, is now also panicking. He's like, oh, it's my first time. Yeah, it's his first time. He said robber. this was an easy job. Yeah, and he's also been uh, shot in the ankle. Donut ankle. <laughs> oh, he's, he shows his ankle later on and it's, it's rank. Yeah. It's a really good bit of makeup, but it's horrible. Uh, Cameron says he's got no issue with shooting all of them if he needs to. Uh, Clegg takes all of their phones off them. Charlie doesn't have one because he's an old man. Old men don't have phones in the film world. Uh, Charlie's got a dead wife. That's why he's sad and why he's got nothing to live for. Yeah. Uh, he says, you know, her name was Clara. That's what this shop's called and named it after her. Yeah. She's still dead though. <laughs> Clegg speaks to the cops. Um, Mary says, what's your plan? Yeah, because Clegg says to Cameron, oh, should we ask for a helicopter? Yeah. What are we asking for? And And... Cameron says, you stupid boy. Just don't be such an idiot. Start low. Ask for a reduced sentence. Yeah. Three years and we'll take it. Yeah, because they, they didn't mean, they wanted to, they thought they'd go in there, take that brooch and leave. Yeah. But they've now accidentally killed somebody and potentially a cop as well. Um, Mary Mary stands up to them at this point. She asks them what they're thinking, what they're doing. And they clearly have no plan. They did not plan to be in this situation. No, they didn't at all. Um, Sam kind of stands up to Mary. He's like, sit down. What are you doing? Why are you yeah. confronting these idiots? With and, and they argue because uh, Mary says to Sam, I'm not someone who sticks my head in the sand like you. Yeah. Yeah. She's not a fan of Sam at this point. I, I think I'm with her, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> okay. We'll get into that. <laughs> uh, Cameron and Clegg go looking for some painkillers for Clegg's leg. Uh, and some restraints for the hostages. Yes. <laughs> and then Mary's like, I've got an appointment at seven. Do you think we'll be out of here by then? Yeah, she's got to go and have a job. She's got to go have a job. Because she's travelling at, at seven. <laughs> at seven. Who goes to a doctor's at seven? Um, yeah, she's going, to, she's going to Africa. Or she's going to India, Thailand, and then Australia. In uh, that order. In that order. And she's not planning on coming back. <laughs> That's what she actually says. I'm going in that order. Um, Charlie reveals to Cameron and Clegg that there is an old fire escape that is not on the building plans. Yeah, because they, they had work they, done. They boarded it up and it's behind the wall. So he says there's a false ceiling. The ceiling in the back is false. Yeah. You can then crawl along it and there's a fire you escape. You get to the fire escape yeah. in the wall. Uh, but you'll need to cut through the ceiling and there's, you've got no tools. Yeah. I've got no tools as a jeweler's. The only tool I've got is a little tiny saw. Yeah. A like saw. little dueling tools. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Cameron... Decides, well, I'm going to use that little tiny little saw. I'm not going anywhere, am I? To go through the ceiling. Yeah. Um, he puts some classical opera music on and starts soaring away at the ceiling. I'm not kidding you, a saw that's about an inch long. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, meanwhile, that sort of intercut with Clegg trying to negotiate with the cops, which is not going well. Yeah. When he starts playing the opera, Charlie says, oh, he's got a surprisingly good taste for a psychopath. <laughs> that was quite a funny line. Um, which, and again... The balance of this film was all off for me because to this point, these are just a couple of crooks. They've seen an opportunity. Okay, they've not yeah. planned it, but they're going for it. 
And it's the first, uh, you know, the first time Charlie sort of says, oh, this guy's a psychopath. Yeah. And then from now on, he just is a psychopath. Yeah, he is. I was like, what? what's going on? <laughs> Charlie can manifest things yeah. in reality. Because that, that's kind of how it felt to me. Yeah. I was like, okay, this guy's now dangerous. It's just, I just... Uh, yeah, no, I know he's already fair. shot someone. I was saying, he was pretty dangerous but, to start with. If somebody shot an old woman in front of you, you'd call them a psychopath. Yeah, but it, it flips, doesn't it? From like, oh, they're they're kind of not nice guys. But do you know what? Yeah. The threat level, even though they shot someone and threatened to kill these other three, I never felt any of there these was, three were in danger. No, that was, I was going to make that point. You, you never feel any danger towards your three main characters. Yeah. And, even when and they've the, got the, guns the, to their heads, you know they're never The crooks kind of did to go from a bit scene to scene of, oh, bit of banter. Yeah. To... Oh yeah, you're in danger. I'm gonna. F- I just didn't buy it. Yeah, no, I, I just fair. didn't buy them as threats. Really, I think that's fair. Um, Sam's truth gets revealed at this point. He they re- he, they find out that he actually does do only work in a hotel. He's just a concierge's assistant. Um, Mary takes real great offence to this. She says she doesn't like liars. Yeah, and she's not a big fan. I of think his. you've got bigger problems here at this yeah. stage. <laughs> Clayker comes out and ties them all up. Charlie says to Sam, why is a hotel concierge wearing a $10,000 watch? Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, that's why I was coming here. I was coming here to meet you to get it altered. That's why I'm here. Uh, Sam's boss then turns yeah, up. Yeah, we, uh, we cut to the... Back At the to cafe down the road. Morgan. He's trying to sweet talk the police because he's like, oh, we've got... Hotel's got some VIPs coming. I yeah. I need, need you to open in, the road. Yeah, I need you to open the road. He's, he's obviously got some sway because yeah. the, even the police inspectors are like, okay, well, uh, see what we'll can see do. what we can do for you. Yeah, but he has no, he doesn't care a single piece that his mate. Yeah, because Elliot's like, in this hotel. Elliot says to him, well, you're not going to ask about, do you, do you not care about something? And he's like, oh, I'm more interested to watch this. He, yeah, he's like, like, oh, well, he's, yeah, he's got a watch that I'm supposed to give back to a guest. I'm really annoyed if he's late. Yeah. Charlie gives us a bit of exposition on what the, why the bro- brooch is so valuable at this point. Yeah, it's Napoleon's butterfly. It's commissioned by Napoleon and is worth a million and change, according to Charlie. Um, it is exquisite and flawless in every way. That's his words. And then, this is the other thing I didn't buy. Well, I di- I, it didn't come across well about the villain. So we're now into cut with Cameron. He keeps fixating on this like photograph of Mary. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I must. Is this telling me that they had they know each other? Have yeah. they got a previous thing? But no, he just it's just weird. Yeah. When he hugs her that bit later on, yeah, it's a little bit strange. Um, then we cut. Cameron's now still trying to cut through the ceiling. Yes. Um, so and Clegg's gone off somewhere so Sam sees his opportunity and tries to get out so he opens the shutters up yeah and he manages to crawl through really slowly yes the policemen see him yeah the policemen beckon him out but then Clegg catches him because it took him like 20 minutes to crawl through this little gap yeah. um, it was again just didn't inject any drama in it for me no it didn't there was no he could have easily got out yeah and the whole thing would have been over but he didn't. He, he, Clegg drags him back in and then headbutts him. Um, and he says, you were so lucky that that was me that found you. And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. He was. Cameron comes in, he finds out what's happened. He knows all this kerfuffle's going on. And then seems to shoot Charlie. Yeah, he fake shoots Charlie. It's off screen. Yeah, we don't sh- see him. Shoots a, c- pill- a cushion instead. Uh, so then he's back next scene and no one speaks of it again. Yeah. And then <laughs> the old lady's body's out in the street. Oh, yeah. 
How did that happen? Don't know. No, that they, the police take away the old lady's yeah. body. We get, we get. A, is it a news report or just an expert? Someone says, "Oh yeah, they've sent a body out onto the street." Yeah, but no, that's never mentioned. No. So we're with these characters stuck in this room, and no one says, or we never see the conversation that goes, "Oh, we're going to send her body out." We're yeah, presume that's to prove that's that been we're for some reason. Prove that we're serious. Because it was re- weird that in the scene, it's just the scene starts with Charlie just halfway out the door. Yeah, uh, Sam. Sam, sorry, halfway out the door. So I presume there's a scene been cut somewhere along the line of the body being taken out. And or or, or them at least discussing. Yeah. We're going to send, send yeah, her it's, out. It's, it's really strange. Yeah. Morgan is very concerned for the watch, but he doesn't care a shit about Sam. Couldn't care less. Um, and then Charlie and Sam have a bit of a chat and they, it turns out they both grew up in the same area. Yeah, similar backgrounds. Yeah, they're both from Camden. They both lived in the same sort of area. But then Cameron does that weird scene with Mary where he, he grabs her, holds her up against the wall. And then starts crying and hugging her. Yeah, and praying. Yeah, it just goes a little bit weird. Yeah, like he's going off the rails, but it just, just, oh, it's just, yeah, it just didn't work, didn't work. And then Sam's like, Put it, leave her alone, you're, and he calls him an imbecile, and that's, uh, yeah, this is where he's that, like, oh, you're, basically, you're impotent, you can't get words out of your mouth. Yeah, you're, you're an imbecile, just, yeah. which makes, he punches Sam and knocks him out. And then he holds a gun to Clegg's head, because Clegg's like, what the fuck can calm down we don't, need to, we don't need to shoot anybody else Clegg then unties Mary and tells her to sort herself out because she's all <laughs> flustered because yeah. this man has just hugged her and then he checks on Sam unt- and he unties all of them as Sam goes to like Charlie and says can you tell me please tell me more of your jewellery stories it'll help <laughs> pass the time <laughs> he says to Mary Mary's like I'll tell you my favourite jewellery story <laughs> and then it goes on for I'm not kidding you five minutes yeah I think so of her telling a story yeah. about this ruby and diamond bracelet that she's got, yeah. that she wears. It goes on. I've written here. I don't care about this story, and it goes on for ages. Basically, there was a rich, there was a duke, yeah, uh, who was betrothed to a duchess. The duchess actually liked the duke's friend. The duke's friend gave her this bracelet, saved the duke's life, ended up dying. Yep, she was never t- with the one she loved. Why do we need to know? Yeah, it's, some it's a piece of jewellery that Mary's wearing. Her, it's it? not even anything that's in the shop. It's not a part. It's not a subplot to the film. It's not a point to the film. It's just really strange. Cameron hears this story and then just takes the bracelet from her. He's like, oh, that must be worth something. Yeah, sounds expensive. I love that. Just don't go telling stories of jewellery when you've been robbed because they're obviously going to rob it from you. Sam says, next time the cops call, can you please order some food and some medical supplies? Because we've all been hit by guns now. Yeah. And Mary's a little bit flustered. And we're quite hungry. And uh, also, you need some medical supplies because your ankle's in a mess. And we're quite hungry. And it, and he even says to him, can you order some food from my mate's cafe around the yeah, corner? the mushroom was like... The, really the and I, I guess he was doing it to like send the message to his mate, say, but look, I'm, I'm, still, right. I'm still yeah. alive. But it just came across, again, as really hipster and I'm, pretentious. You I'm just pretty got sure this you can't just call like, the cops and go, can I have a mushroom risotto from a host- the cafe around the corner? In a hostage situation. But... Uh, it just came across really pretentious, didn't it? Oh, yes, we must all try the mushroom risotto. Yeah, just, it did. It was really strange. It was so, He couldn't like, relate to any of these people. No. Charlie needs a wee. Charlie goes off for a wee. They untie him. They untie everybody else. Clegg mentions to Sam that he knows him, and he knows that Sam knows him too. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, because at this point, I was like, Sam's definitely in on this. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I was 100% going convinced back and forth was, on it. I was but... convinced that he was. I thought at the start that it was Mary that was, but I was 100% convinced by this point that Sam was. Sure. Cameron. I thought it was an odd performance by Craig Roberts in this. He's an odd guy, though. Yeah. He does odd. He's odd in Submarine as well. He's just yeah, odd, I know. He does odd performances. But I, d- I don't know. I'm not really sure what he's going for here. 
Yeah. Does, does that make sense? It was uh, I like. He's he's almost emotionless, isn't he? He never shows really. Any and I think emotion. maybe that's part of the problem. Why I couldn't really get on board with some of this? Yeah. I didn't really. I don't think I was invested in any of these characters. No, I, I wouldn't have cared if it had ended in a bloodbath and <laughs> no one walked out alive. Yeah, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. Um, cut back. Cameron is still trying to cut through the ceiling. Yep. That's still happening. He's only made about a 10 inch hole by now. Yeah. And it's in a straight line as well. It's not even just a hole. It's a straight line. Um, Sam goes out into the street to pick up the food. Yeah, he does. He's, and then goes back in again. He's literally out in the street. Clegg's leg is not looking good. It's all swollen and there's a bullet in there and everything's crazy. They all eat the mushroom risotto. They all agree it's fantastic. Except for Mary. Mary doesn't have any. Uh, she says, "What? Well, why think, are we eating in this situation? Because she brought some stressful. earlier. So I think she's probably <laughs> already eaten. She's probably full. And then Sam tells Charlie that he's got this business idea about this restaurant that he wants to open with his mate, who's the chef of, who made this risotto and it's amazing. Charlie's interested. Charlie's engaging with Sam's like, business yeah he's like oh it's good to have a dream i had a dream when i was a kid uh, and uh, sam tells us the history that he was adopted by elliot's family yep so we get all that backstory yeah i still didn't really care no but but i thought they were building up to this big like twist of sam being involved yeah. he knew that charlie was rich and he needed some money for people yeah. to invest in his bit that's where i thought this film was going it isn't where this film was going <laughs> but it We'll get to it at the end. We're, we're not far away now. He, Charlie says to Sam, why don't you ask Mary out while Mary's sitting right next to them? Yes, that's really weird. <laughs> Mary says no before... She even she just says no before he even yeah. does ask. And then Charlie just grins at him. Um, and she reveals that she thinks Sam's part of all of this. Yeah, and then we which get... Which is the point where I thought, well, he's obviously not then. Because... Yeah, then we, we get, yeah, then we get some of these more like artsy musical interludes. Yeah. Um, and she's and she's like, I don't believe you are not involved in this. I feel, I genuinely feel like you're doing this. And he's like, if I was involved in this, why would I have the butterfly? Yeah. And he's got the butterfly bow in his pocket. And she's like, I don't even think you've got Foo Fighters tickets. And he's like, I have got Foo Fighters tickets. I don't know how he got them in his pocket because he only he, came up with the idea. When no, he, was he, in he the bought cafe. them off the tout in the cafe. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. Fair enough. That's handy that that music was playing whilst the tout in the cafe was there selling the tickets. Um, and then she's like, okay, I trust you then. She's absolutely fine with it then. But it ruined what the tw- the twist that I thought was coming. Yeah, and then <laughs> what is only, I think, five minutes of movie time and an unspecified uh, number of hours of time in yeah. actual time. Uh, Cameron has suddenly cut a whole massive <laughs> trap door in the Big ceiling. Big enough to get through. Yeah, Two minutes ago, he had a, a slit in the ceiling. Uh, he gets through and there's nothing up there. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty he pissed off. He realises that uh, Charlie was lying. He is not happy. Um, and he, he shouts from the back room to the front, I'm coming to shoot someone. And you're like, okay. Um, he gets on the phone to the police. He tells the police that they've got five minutes to give him everything he wants. Yeah. Or he's going to start shooting people. Someone else will die. Um, I, he then says he's going to shoot Sam. Sam's, Sam's going to be, be the, the first, first one. one. Yeah, he does say that. Charlie's like, no, it should be me. And he's like, no, you need to live to see the consequences of your actions of lying to me. Right, and now is the biggest problem I had with this movie. Okay. Because while they're this five-minute countdown's going on to hear back from the police, Sam basically takes Mary aside, and I thought this was really sexist. He basically says, you don't you don't want to go on that trip. You don't want to go to all those nice places and find yourself and have a good time. And He, he basically says, you just need to stay here and find yourself a man. <laughs> he does. I was like, what the... Where the fuck's that come from? Yeah. 
I, I, honestly, it really pissed me off. <laughs> and there was like two minutes before she was convinced he was yeah, involved in all of this. Yeah. And then he's like, well, you need to just settle down with me. It was a bit of a strange line. But she suddenly believes him now. She suddenly believes that he's not involved. And the cops call back to the Cameron. He's there. We don't know what the cops say, but he just says wrong answer. And then he drags Sam across the floor. Yeah. So he's got a gun pointed to Sam's head. Clegg then pulls the gun on Cameron. And Cameron's like, do you really think I'd give you a loaded gun? Yeah. And Cameron, Clegg's gun's empty. And Cameron shoots, him, Cameron in shoots him in the shoulder. Cameron, Sam then distracts... <laughs> There's so many names. Sam then distracts Cameron with the butterfly. Yeah, he goes, oh, shiny butterfly. Look what I've got. When, then when he does that, Mary knocks him out. Bangs him around the head with something. That's it. High saver. Yeah, pretty fucking much. What a fucking anticlimax. <laughs> never, never see those bad guys again. So Sam wakes up. So we we find out that Sam does know Clegg. Um, they were school. They went to school together. Yeah, he says he's. Um, uh, he's he was the, Carl. Carl. He was the school psycho. Yeah. Every school's got a psycho. He was the school psycho. Um, and the, this is the re- we've been calling him Charlie Morgan all the way through this, but this is the reveal where Morgan is Charlie's surname. Yeah. Because Morgan is also Sam's boss's surname. Um. Cops call. Sam says, uh, Charlie answers the phone. He's like, it's all over. They're both down. Um, and then we're back in, we're in the cafe pretty much after that. Yeah. She, Sam's being reunited with Elliot. They're all happy that they're both alive still. They're all eating more mushroom risotto. I don't know how much <laughs> of this stuff this guy's made. Um, Sam says, oh yeah, I, do, I tried to put a good word in for Carl. Yeah. With the police. Yeah. He went to school with him. Yeah. Fair. Morgan comes in, Sam's boss, and... He basically fires Sam. Yeah, he didn't get what he didn't. He didn't get get the job done. He didn't get the watch back by five o'clock. So he's fired. And then when he walks outside, Charlie's outside having a fag, and he thanks. I think he said Harry. I think I'm sure his name is Harry. He thanks him for uh, presumably for sacking Sam. Yeah, giving him a kick up the ass. He needs to get his life sorted. It turns out they're brothers. Yes, they're they're which threw me a little bit because I feel like Timothy Spall was a lot older. Than the other guy. I thought it was going to say dad or something. <laughs> um, Charlie goes into the restaurant. He wants some food as well. Um, they make him some different food because he wants to see how good Elliot is as being a chef. Um, it turns out Charlie not only owns the jewellers, he also owns the cafe and every building in between the jewellers and the cafe. <laughs> um, he basically owns the whole block. He um, When they were, when he's, him and his wife brought the jewellers, they had a lot of money. So they brought everything. Uh, and he says, if you guys get me your business plan, yeah, I will have a look at it. Yeah, I'll send it to my accountant, and if he likes it, I might invest in you guys. I will invest in you guys in this cafe. You can have it as your restaurant. Yeah, Vici, I think he said he wanted to call it, and then he gives Mary the priceless ruby diamond bracelet. Sure, just gives it to her. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, I'm not going anywhere now." Yeah, I, I, I I'm going to stick around and go out with this. She's guy. like, "Yeah, I decided I I'm not going to." Travel, the travel world. to these beautiful countries. Well, she did. To be fair, she did okay. miss the appointment for her jabs. Yeah, well, yeah. So she true. can't really go anyway. She says, "I think I'll stay," and then she basically gives a wink at Sam. Yep. Who, you know, she has hated for this whole movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Apart from about two minutes. Absolutely of it. hated him. Um, just before he, li- all that's done, dusted and sorted, and then Charlie walks out, and as he walks out, he's like, "Oh, by the way, I want fifty-one percent of your business." Yeah. You did say a minute ago you wanted to see the business plan, but <laughs> now you seem to have been gone Dragon's Den mode. And, and then Mary says to Sam, so are we going to this concert or what? Yeah. They all celebrate. They've got their business. They've got their concert. They, Charlie and Johnny, his name was not Harry. Charlie and Johnny Morgan, both, they live together. They're brothers. They walk off together. Elliot goes outside for a smoke. And then Sam says to him, to, to Sam, right, should we go to this gig? And the film ends. Yeah. 
<laughs> what do you think? Flimsy. Yeah. There's nothing to this movie. I I didn't hate it. No, I so I, whilst I was watching it, I didn't hate it. Yeah, I thought it was actually quite entertaining. It's quite it's a decent heist movie. It's nothing it's not turning any pulling any trees, but it's alright. But the more you think about it afterwards, it's just a it's a bit flimsy. Nothing to it. I think flimsy's a good word. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. But it's all right. It's 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 a Saturday uh, night pizza and a Magnum film. It's not even that good. I, I, it's, not, it, to be no, fair. No, it's not. It's not interesting enough. That I, I was I was fine whilst I was watching it. I thought this is a bit odd. The more I thought about it after, I was like, I, d- I don't. I didn't enjoy it. I actually thought I, it went quite quick. Yeah, pace wise, I thought it worked. It kind of kept me. But, but then I started to think about it and some of the points I wanted to make. I was like, oh, no, didn't really like anyone in it. Yeah. I, I, I'm not necessarily the acting is bad, but these again paper paper thin characters. I thought yeah, all of these absolutely. I, d- I, d- I thought the threat level was pretty much zero. I didn't think any of these three main characters were dying at any point. No. Um, and then every time I felt like oh I'm quite interested, I got interrupted by a two minute artsy. <laughs> that was artsy really, those two scenes where they're just like Lily's. talking about the history of the, some of the jewelry in the shop. Yeah, it was completely unnecessary. And then there's a whole scene missing where the old lady's body this, gets pushed out. Yeah, this movie is not good enough to uh, be as pretentious as it is. It is quite pretentious. Just the title alone is pretentious. It, I assume it's a quote from something. Yeah. But I, yeah, it didn't do much for me. This I didn't I, hate it. I enjoyed it whilst I was watching it, but it, it, it hasn't stuck around with me. I'm I'm, I am not remembering this in no. a couple of weeks, let alone... Yeah, it's going to be one months. of them where we get to the stream table. Like, what was that one again? that one. What was that? Like Secret Obsession. Yeah. Last year. I was like, Which one was that? It's going to be one of them, I think. But it was all right. Yeah, I, I, it's all right. It, honestly, I don't. Yeah, I, it's frustrating to sit through. Well, it happens, doesn't it? You watch a movie like this and it's like, oh, well. It is just meh. That's a great one word <laughs> review of it. It's just meh. It's fine. I've seen that now. Yeah. It, I didn't I, hate I it. I had zero investment. I've, I've, I've not emotionally invested in it, but I didn't hate it. It's just passed an hour and a half of my life away. Yeah. It's fine. What's the best thing about it? The shop was nice. <laughs> The shop was nice. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of good. I don't know. I ju- I'm, n- I'm not sure. Know. Do you know what? What is the best thing about it? I mean, it is a nice butterfly. Yeah, it is a nice butterfly. Some of the jewelry's cool. I, I, I quite like the ending. That he get that Sam gets what he wants, but I think. I I I I, I hated that. I I thought, I thought this was. It's weird. a very smulchy ending. I, I thought the character of Mary was pointless completely let down by the writing in this film the fact that when he was just like oh you just need to stay and find a man it's like that is fucking insulting that (laughs) it really is and then she just goes oh yeah all right then and then does yeah (laughs) i was like this is no one in this movie speaks like real people speak no that's true i'll give you that that is true it's hipster and annoying (laughs) fair so what would you change about it i know the answer to this before you talk but you go uh I'd kill one of them. <laughs> Would you? Yeah. Which one? I don't, I don't really care. Um, there's not there's not enough threat in this movie. No, there's not. Even though two people do get killed, there's not enough threat. Yeah, the crooks are both imbecilic, yet trying to be threatening at the same time. So they kind of need to pick a lane. Just it, The, the characterisation of everyone in this is, is Cameron is, is the worst character. Yeah. Because then he just gets knocked out at the end and you never see him again. He no. gets no 
st- backstory it's to him. You get more backstory on He's Clank. literally distracted by a shiny thing and then hitting the head, head with the bars. With and that's it. It's all over. You literally never see him again. No. You don't know what happened to him at all. Um, what was the question? <laughs> what would you change about it? Uh, can I tell you what I'd change? Yeah, please. Oh, I think you can change this whole film with one line at the end. Okay. When Sam just turns to Elliot and says, I told you that I'd work. Yeah. It changes the whole thing. I'd, I'd, if, uh, at if least that, I'd at least go yeah fair play yeah. You've, you've tried to do something exactly. different if you put that it's it, literally all it needs yeah. if he has done the research and knows that Charlie's rich knows he owns his cafe knows he can get him to invest sets this whole thing up just goes at the end to Elliot told you but it changes the whole thing yeah there's loads of so ways simple. you could do it as well just you put could, a twist at the end of it you could do like as they uh, as they're eating their their pasta and, and um, what's it the uh, Charlie Morgan's walked out the door. Is his business plan flops open and yeah. there's all that detail written down or something? The, the, the whole yeah. build up to the twist is there because he's telling Charlie about his business plan and the while well, the heist's going on, he knows one of the robbers. Or or you could have Elliot and Sam and Mary all raise a glass at the end together. Yeah, say so told well, you that it would works. work. Yeah, we ripped off this old man. Yeah, but give it it'd at least it give builds, it a talking point, wouldn't it? It would. It builds all the way through. It builds to the twist hmm. and then it doesn't do it. It bottles its twist. It is a fucking rom com thing that's like I have not got a problem with rom com, but this is this is really um, not very nice to women. I would <laughs> say with the way it's written from Mary. We've you can tell how we haven't got a lot to say about it because we're really early in the episode of where we've got to this point. We're usually a lot later in, but should we talk stream table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts? We've got three films in there currently. Do you want to? Do you want me to read through them? Yeah, let's go for it. Target currently is the bottom. The parts you lose is second, and all it's here is at number one. They're all much of a muchness. Any one of them could be a number one. Any one of them could be a number three. We've we've got a middle section of a stream table before we've got a stream table. <laughs> That's what we've got. Where does this one fit into those that, this bracket? Uh, do you want to put it third or fourth? That's my. That's where I am. I don't know about you. Um, I liked last week's movie more. I liked last week's movie about the same. I'd, I'd put it... Aaron Paul was better in last week's... The performances in last week's movie are better, better than, than the performances, performances in this week's movie, although last and week's movie is deeply flawed. They're both deeply flawed. Yeah. All four of these movies are deeply flawed. Uh, yes. Now, this is... We're building... Like I've just said, we're building a middle section of a stream table. This fits perfectly with those three films. Mm. It could go anywhere. It could be the best one, could be the worst one. It doesn't matter either way. It's definitely better than Target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd put it third, I think, for me. Yeah, I'd, just because I don't care enough. Yeah. It's tough to I, argue. I think it's slightly better than the parts you lose, personally. But it's very marginal. I, I think... I'm happy. I think the parts you lose edges it on me, technically, in terms of cinematography yeah. and It's and a more directing. rounded, it's a more rounded film, isn't it? Yeah, it, it falls apart when you get to the plot and the... But we're, narrative we're but talking minuscule things There's yeah all four of those films but, could be anywhere in between. but it when it for me it edges it just on performances and 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 cinematography i think yeah okay uh, i i think this is a really interesting start to this season because it is wide open still we're four weeks in now and these are pretty interchangeable and bit just just a bit i'll continue the seed theme they're just a bit of driftwood all these four <laughs> they, are, they, they are we've not had a um a strong start to a season, I must admit. But none of them are terrible. Not no, ter- there's no not, targets. Pretty terrible. But yeah, they're, but they're not. They're not on the level of some of the absolute shit we see. No, on this not at all. <laughs> on this not show. at all. 
but then also nowhere near on the level of the good stuff that we eventually yeah. see on this show. Yeah. There's there's an opening for something to blow our minds at the minute. Sure. Because we've not had our minds blown so far. No. Speaking of which, should we bring out Robin? Let's do it. Robin? Let's find out what is on. What's on next, next week? week? What do you want? Something good? Or something bad? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> something good or something bad? <laughs> something that's going to not be boring. Well, no, not, this, bo- this, boring's this, not the right word. No, this, not... this is why I'm struggling a bit with categorising this movie. Because I wasn't bored. No, I wasn't. I actually quite enjoyed it. When it finished, I was like, oh, I thought that was all right. Yeah. But then the more you think about it afterwards, I've kind of got to your level. I, I yeah, I the further it's gone in the the uh, whatever it's been 2 days since I watched this. Watched this, I have liked it less. Yeah. Yeah. Which was also the same with the parts you lose last week. Yeah. And as, maybe as, as, I'm start, well. as I'm looking back through my notes and I I'm, I'm starting to think about it, I was like no, that doesn't hold up. That doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try and find something decent. Let's do it. You ready? Yeah. Volume's not turned on. I've not done Every that for week. ages. I've not done that for ages. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> it has picked a film called The Land of Steady Habits. Okay. Any ideas? None whatsoever. None. Let me just find it on IMDb then and we will have a look to see what it is, shall we? It's a comedy drama. Okay. From 2018. Do you want the synopsis? Yes, please. After leaving his wife and his job to find happiness, Anders befriends a drug-addicted teen, sending him down a path of reckless and shameful behaviour. Okay. <laughs> Man befriends Dean, goes crazy. Ben Mandelson's in it. All right, yeah. Ben Mandelson's always good fun. So, uh, yeah, we'll do that one, shall we? Yeah, let's do. I'm up for that. Sounds fun. So, uh, yeah, go out and watch The Land of Steady Habits. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. Our username is at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. If you want to drop us an email, you can do that. The email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com. And if you want to check out our website, our new look website is finally working. After Woo-hoo. two weeks of me trying to get it to work. It's bottominthestream.com. On there, you'll find every stream table we've ever done, every episode we've ever recorded. There's links to all the socials, there's links to all sorts of stuff on there. And there's some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. Chocolate bar. <laughs> not like that fucking horrible Icelandic one you <laughs> gave me. I don't know if you can get a bottom of the stream chocolate bar, but why not? Try it out. After you've done all that, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there, for a couple of quid every month, you can get early access to episodes. You can get bonus episodes. Nick writes a newsletter every month. And if you come in at the top level, you will get a wild card, which means you can give the Robin the week off. You can pick the film that we watch and we'll see who picks the best wild card film of the season. Still nobody's played one yet. I'm expecting somebody to play one earlier. Nobody has. Oh, tension. Tension. Yeah, somebody get a wild card in. Um, after you've done all that, head over to Discord. Discord is where we have our community. We have lots of chats. We chat in there pretty much every day. Somebody's talking in there about something. It's probably usually rubbish. We do watch-alongs in there. We've got a watch-along planned for a couple of weeks' time. We three have. weeks' time. What are we watching? We're going to watch Robert. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know what that is. Robert is I the mean... start of a franchise that was made by the same guy who did Werewolves of the Third Reich. Yeah. It's I a think haunted doll movie. It's a haunted doll movie. The, the Annabelle movies were based on the same story. Yeah. But Robert's the real true story because it's based on a real doll. And the yeah. doll's called Robert. I think there's five films in this franchise. <laughs> and they're all on Netflix. So I don't know. We'll see how the first one goes and we'll go from there. Yeah, Join us yeah, in join Discord. Join us in Discord. The Discord link will be in the bottom uh, of the show notes. And you can come and watch Robert along with us in a couple of weeks. Absolutely. We love a watch along in there. They're, yeah. re- they're really good fun. It doesn't yeah, matter. The, fr- the film doesn't matter ultimately. It's just let's all laugh at this silly movie. Yeah, I'm done. Brilliant. Well done. Uh, if you can spare a few minutes, please consider leaving us a review or rating anywhere you can review or indeed rate podcasts. 
Podbean, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify. What's those new ones we're on? Samsung Podcasts. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Yeah, anywhere you can find your podcasts, we're there. Please uh, give us a review or rating. It really helps spread the word about our show. It does indeed. I'm done. We're both done. We are done. Then we should probably go. Onwards and upwards. So come back here on Monday for next week's wave. And then on Thursday, come back for... The land of steady habits. Thank you, because I had forgotten what it was called already. (laughs) I could tell. (laughs) So yeah, we'll be back then. Cheers. Bye. We've done it again. (laughs)